Me, 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 me. You, 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 you. We got it. We got it. And for the first time in forever, we are actually both recording, not just one microphone trying desperately to pick up both voices. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think, did we cut that portion out from the last episode? We sure did. Okay, good. So patrons... You'll get to hear that nonsense. It was so good. We had so many good things to to say. It was definitely. But you couldn't hear me. It was like I was on the other side of a cavern. So. Blesh. We have come together today to help celebrate things that are called podcast subject. Exhibit number 30. Yes, this is episode 30. Yes, we are on episode 30. Are we going through a midlife crisis with episode 30? Maybe. No. You'll never know. <laughs> no, they will if they listen. I won't tell them. Oh, all right. Fair, fair, fair. Ooh, nicely done. Uh, Hey, that's yes. Melissa. Oh, and that is Jake. And, and this, this is, is Best, Best Friendhood. Friendhood. Welcome back to Welcome the hood. Welcome back. Back again. To the hood. Best, Best Friendhood. Friend it's not the first time we've done that. I know. I realized it after I started it and went, wait, shit, we've already done this bit. Oh, well. It fits. It sure does. Hey, knock, knock. Who's there? It's me. You, me, who? Your favorite neighbor. Hello, favorite neighbor. I'm just kidding. I didn't get the house next to yours, so I'm not your neighbor, and I'm actually really bitter about it. Well, I understand. But, you know, we did want to talk about neighbors. This week. Yeah, because so it wasn't even what we had like planned on discussing. And then we were having a predestined by the universe. It was. We were outside and Melissa's neighbors, who are just so wonderful. They are. They were playing some music and working on their projects around their house. And so we just bopped over and said hi and chatted with them for a while. And they're just such amazingly lovely people that we decided we should just talk about becoming friends with a neighbor yes yeah because it's it's a different kind of dynamic when you move next to somebody like granted if you are in farm or ranch or even open land area probably oh, I hadn't thought about that Probably not necessarily something that you experience. That's a different kind of neighbor. Right. That's a neighbor that you have like a flare gun. <laughs> that well, if the cows start eating your face, you shoot your flare gun and your neighbors go, well, I better take the combine over there. <laughs> honestly, like. And help out so-and-so. Husband's family. They used to have oh, local yeah, they're all farmers. CB radios. So if somebody oh, needed help, okay. they would all be tuned into their local CB channel. And that's before cell phones what they would do. And I bet they would just gossip. I highly doubt that. Why not? You're in the <laughs> tractor for I know, days on I end. I know these people and I highly doubt that they would gossip over the air because what they would want to gossip about is each other. <laughs> mm. So somebody goes away to vacation. Oh, and then, yes, and then... wholeheartedly. We can all talk about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, neighbors and um, neighbors of all kinds, you know, whether it's your office neighbor, your apartment neighbor, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. house neighbor, it's it's a living situation. It is. And 
there are opportunities, I think, to become friends with those people. Yeah. It's that's not something that I've experienced very often. And it was I've only well, I take that back with with the exception of a 6-month period that I lived in a mobile home with someone. Oh no, I uh, nope. Nope, Jake, you are <laughs> so incorrect. I have also lived in a house. 90% of my adulthood has been spent in apartments though. Oh, okay. Yes. And when I did rent a room in a house, I never got to know the neighbors there mm. because why would I? I rented a room. Like I was just there. It I didn't do anything but I would go to work, go to school, go to the bar and then come Not home. emotionally your neighbors. Right. Like it, I had it was temporary. A room. Yeah. Yeah. So the majority of my neighbors who have been in apartment buildings, it is like a solid 50-50 split for me of whether or not I was neutral, Mm -hmm. like you exist and we coexist and I'm just not going to look at you if we pass each other on the stairwell. Or I've had some that I became, uh, that's, you can't split 50, you can't, that's not a three-way split, Jacob. But you do 50-25-25. Yeah, 50-25-25. 50% neutral, 25% animosity yes, 25% became friends yep anyway that's my that that's how I would split my experience so gosh I would say mine probably about the same honestly yeah yeah I even dated one of my neighbors bad decision and his roommate even tried to tell me that he was playing me oh my god really yeah but I didn't want to believe it but his roommate was super sweet and super Aww. forward about it and I should have just listened I had one neighbor that we did not date, but we did the things that only married people are supposed to do. Oh, no. How how dare you experience <laughs> and live in the body that you have but once? That was that was a great lease. That was a good lease. I bet it was a good release, too. <laughs> My parents listened to this. I'm talking about you re-upping your lease. That's all. Oh, yeah, I didn't. And he was so bummed when I didn't. I was like, hey, I I'm sorry. I bet he was real bummed about oh it. Oh, my God, what was his name? I don't remember his name. That's all right. <laughs> Honey, I have a few of those on my list as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. No, he and I met on Grinder. Like, so I was living in Chicago and I had been chatting with him for, I don't know, several weeks, but we had never like gone out or anything. And one night we were messaging back and forth and he was just like, um, hey, super random question. You're like the nicest person I've ever talked to on oh. here. Do you have any apartment recommendations? Because I, my, his roommates at the time had, they were a couple and they decided oh to sell their condo and yeah. move and that whole thing. And, and they didn't so tell difficult. him until oh, no. a, less than a month before. What? Yeah. Like they kept him completely in the dark. Can you imagine that stress? I of know. trying to find a new home in less than a month? That's unheard of. In like anywhere. In Chicago, like, in Chicago especially. In Chicago especially. But anywhere, especially these days. I mean, this was five years ago, but. Still. So I was like, well, here's like, he didn't even know where I lived, like. Literally, we had never met up. So I was like, well, here's my management company. They were really great to work with when I had something similar happen where all of a sudden I had a roommate say, Peace out. Hey, yeah. I know it's three months before our lease is up and oh, out. And they were wonderful. So I referred him to them. And wouldn't Lo you know behold, it, 
he moved into the unit above me. So I was on the second floor. He moved on, or I was on the third floor. He moved into the fourth floor. And so then we, we started chatting and he was like, yeah, so I just moved into this great place. And went, well, your location, because on Grinder you can see like how many miles away people are from you. I was he like, was your location is like He was on top of you before 50... he was on top of you. <laughs> God damn it. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was i'd apologize if that joke was not good but that was a good one. it was so perfect oh i should have seen it coming and i did <laughs> that's my best friend there he is there he is so i helped him move in i i was like wait you're you're in my building okay so i like went down and i helped he and his friends move all of his shit up to the fourth floor freaking floor Oy on a walk-up. Like, it was a mid-rise, so there was no elevator or anything. We just... These rickety old narrow stairs. Um, And then, yeah, we would, like, sometimes, like, get together and drink wine and watch, like, old cartoons that we, like... And we would, like, play Pokemon and play, like, Wii. It's so nice to have somebody that... Yeah. No strings attached, nothing to do with anything. Just super, like... And close to home. Yes. Literally. So when it was, you know, snowing... Oh, I bet that it was so nice that, like... He knew who his bottom neighbor was so that at least, you know, he wasn't like tromping around in bullshit. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like he, yeah. he understood that there was truly somebody living below him. Right. Who yeah. he should be considerate of. I bet that was super helpful. It was. And when he would leave like for the weekend or whatever, he would ask me to like go up and feed his cats. And <sighs> like it, it ended up being That's so great. And then when I moved... He was super bummed. He was like, I'm so sorry that you're moving so far away. Like, please, let's stay friends. I was like, of course. Like, I really enjoy you. And then just, you know, over time, we just have kind of lost touch. But now I kind of wonder how he's doing because he was such a nice guy. He was like such a good neighbor. Uh, That's wonderful. Because there is such a wonderful treasure to be found within a good neighbor. Especially a neighbor you can hook up with. Well, granted, that's an extra perk of the perk of the perk. But yes, wholeheartedly, somebody that you really can say, hey, would you just bop over real quick and check on such and such and such for me? Or, hey, are you also experiencing this problem? Because, oh, yeah. Well, then let's go. Let's both go and talk Mm -hmm. to landlord, you know. Our front door to the building, the entryway to the building. The most important piece of your home. Yeah. So growing up in a rural area, one of my like life goals was to live in a, an apartment where i had a buzzer where i could like an intercom where i could press the button and go hello who's there you are oh the yeah let me just buzz you up adorable it delighted bird. me when i saw that feature in this apartment which is so standard but the way i well, grew now up video yeah right it, it just it delighted me i believe that when i realized that that door never locked because i came home at four o'clock in the morning maybe a little inebriated and just like put my whole shoulder into the door and it just went you either could have felt like a superhero or realized that it never locked oh i didn't feel like a superhero i went into a full blown full blown panic panic yeah i would have as well oh my god our mailboxes are here like i've got elderly neighbors like what this is it was not it's meant to be a safe space that lobby right And and it was kind of a sketchy area. Like, it was a nice area, but sometimes things that were sketchy would happen directly outside of my building. Excuse me, didn't you tell me that, like, there was literally gang violence outside of your apartment? Yes. Like, I 
at like it's two or three in the morning would get dropped over. off and Ugh. yeah and would walk up and they would just eyeball me and like, i'm not a part of this and i would go upstairs blessed they and knew. lock my door blessed they saw come the fuck on that entryway door never was locked it was always tagged in spray paint and you know you call the certain number and they come and take care of it yada 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 never occurred to me that it was not actually locked so he and I had that moment of like, hey, did you notice this? Yep, sure did. We both were able to call. We both talked to our other neighbors on our floors and, and got yes. it fixed. Oh, thank goodness. Honestly, I don't think if I hadn't, if I hadn't known him, I it's knowing myself, I was so. Union. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. I don't think if, if it hadn't been for him and my connection to him, I would never have had the courage to face my anxiety and talk to my other neighbors and be like, hey, we all need to call about this. This isn't yes. okay. Ugh. Oh my goodness. Sorry, I just went on like no, thank so you for many rabbit no, trails. You. No, you didn't. It was all very relevant. Talk to your neighbors. It's important. Especially if you live in a situation like that. Yeah, you should. Well, something else that you just told me tonight that was really, really freaking endearing was how you, you know... Uh, the people who live upstairs with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my next door neighbor is on and the second floor. And you know that floor. they have some things that deter them from leaving their apartment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you do something extraordinarily kind for your neighbor, even though they're not great to you. Yes, and? Oh, do you, oh, you want me to just say it? Are you asking me to say it? Well, I, I thought that you might want to. It's your story to tell. I'm just prompting it. I know. I feel weird saying it now that we're recording, but... But it's so sweet to me, Jacob. So I've noticed that... Ask, if you don't want to share it, No, no, it's to. fine. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I, I've noticed that my next door neighbor... So I live in a building where it's just the two of us on the second floor. Just the, the two, two of us. <laughs> and then there's, I think, four units on the first floor and some basement and garden level units... Um, and so I've noticed that my upstairs, like my next door neighbor on the second floor with me, when they have Amazon packages delivered, they just sort of get set outside and we live on a really busy street. Yes. And they- On an open patio. On an open patio. Like there's no entryway, nothing. So many- It is just a theft waiting to happen. Correct. Well, I've noticed that, that it's only the address or the- uh, to the like the shipping address is only the first initial of my neighbor's first name with no, no apartment, apartment number. number. That's and the most so important thing. It's like there's no apartment number, so they the don't know where to people, lay it. Yeah, they just they just leave it outside where you know we've had bad weather or I mean I've had stuff get stolen. Porch pirates, hell yeah, man. And so I've just taken it upon myself to carry it upstairs because I know who it's for and I know what the issue is and. These That's are so people kind. that literally, will not speak to me. Like I, yeah, I've don't literally make eye contact with you. Sh- pushed their car into the driveway when it was really, really snowy and they hadn't plowed the roads yet, knowing that one of them works overnight and I was outside shoveling their driveway and my driveway because we share like a parking space. Yes. And hadn't gotten to like the freaking 10 inches of snow piled up in front of our thing because of the snow plows. And the busy street that you live on. Literally have like been in the middle of shoveling their driveway as they've come out to go to work and oh. have gotten no acknowledgement. Do they even own a shovel? 
I don't know. So when it does snow, I set my my shovel outside of my front door. Like, oh, I, that's very kind of you. I just set it Gosh, out there in it. case they need it. Like, it's a fucking shovel. I paid five dollars for it at Walmart. I don't care. Take it if you need it. That's very sweet. And our management company is supposed to fucking do that. Right. But it usually that's takes forty eight hours before anybody comes over to goddamn yeah, clear anything. Nobody has it's to work forty eight after forty eight hours after it snows. It's it's absolute bullshit. Like. I have purchased hundreds of dollars of de-icer and I have shoveled pathways around. Yes. I've kept the receipts and I've made them aware. When we moved your old bed out of there. Oh, God. You know what we should have done is we should have just slipped and fell and claimed something. That's actually a thought that I had at the time. And we're not those kind of people, luckily for them. My my staircase is in pitch darkness because oh my the gosh. two lights are, Both and for the last out. five years, have never been replaced, even though I've filed many complaints about it. And they literally put a light bulb in there and it burns out. So it's not a light bulb No, it doesn't issue. even burn out. It doesn't work so it's, ever. It's a wiring issue. It's a, a wiring issue. issue. This house is ready to fall into a, or a building, I guess I should you say, know. is ready to fall into a sinkhole. And you know that because you were the one who alerted them to a sinkhole issue. And the stairs going up to the front door have sunk like a solid six inches. Boy, this is nuts. All that to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're telling you. Yes. I try to take care of my neighbors because I know that they can't always take care of themselves. And, and so if I can shovel the driveway, if I can shovel a path to their vehicles and dig their vehicles out and take their packages up the stairs for them, then I'm going to. That's very not out of, of any, you. like, there's no, I'm not doing it out of the goodness of my heart. I'm just doing it because I know that they struggle and I want to do something that's to an alleviate kindness. that. I know that you said that you don't do it out of the kindness of your heart, but that's literally what kindness is. Understanding somebody else's plight and doing something to help it. That's I mean, literally called the kindness of your heart. Oh, well, shit. I know. Suck it up, buttercup. Deal with it. I also bought a white noise sound machine that I leave turned on very loudly because oh, i just don't want to hear their conversations well, between that and the traffic noise my darling oh the traffic noise i don't even notice bull honky i used to live one of my apartments in chicago <laughs> was literally around the corner from a fire department like i'm used to the sirens i'm used to the traffic but the stomping up and down stairs and the conversation Ugh. i just was like i don't need to hear what you're talking about when i'm just trying thing. to watch tv i i since I've been able to no longer live in an apartment, even when I go and stay at a hotel, oh my god, I make my preferences known that I need to be on the top floor away from people because the thing that drives me the most absolute cuckoo banana butt crackers <laughs> is is hearing somebody else's footsteps above me because I know how wild, wildly crazy it drives me to hear somebody else walking around mm-hmm. that i don't do that mm-hmm. i walk um heel to toe and also from heel on oh, the outer like edge to band. the pads i when i was younger i read this quote that said walk gently upon this earth and mm-hmm. i took that literally yeah yeah so i learned how to walk quietly 
I looked up how to walk quietly. Yes. There was also these books that I found later on in my childhood on how to be sneaky around the house. Really? So that you don't wake up your parents or that you can pull some <laughs> pranks on your siblings. Yeah. And the books said the same things. Uh, that's amazing. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yes. You can walk gently and quietly. Like I know in my apartment, I know that there's people that live underneath me. So I have figured out over the last five years where the squeaky squeaky. floorboards are (laughs) and I avoid them. But sometimes when it's three o'clock in the morning and I just have to pee, Mm -hmm. I step on that one floorboard and go, God, shit, I'm sorry. Well, hopefully they have a white noise machine that can help with that kind of stuff. They're also like 20. They're probably wasted or or tired enough from schooling (laughs) that they're already asleep. I literally haven't seen that human in months actually they got a cute doormat though do they yeah there's the hello one and then there's another one over here there is yeah okay so (laughs) oh no oh my god more things i'm learning uh anyway um let's talk more about your current neighbors because oh sure well i kind of i kind of actually wanted to go back um oh yeah a little bit okay um, in some of my, my neighborhood's hoods, the ones I'm thinking about right now are when I lived in the trailer park mm-hmm. and I made, cause we had, um, just a really rickety chain link fence between ours and our neighbor. And there was always a really cute and nice dog. Aww. I love animals. So I got to be friends with this dog and I saw, you know, the, um, the homeowner come out and I went, hello, my name is Melissa. I really enjoy your dog a lot because I had seen that dog a few fair more times than I've ever seen that human come hmm. out of that house. And then I got to know his name was Bob and he actually... The dog or the human? The human. Okay. Worked as the handy guy for oh, the trailer park. I know Bob. Yeah. I used yeah. to live there. Big Belly loves <laughs> yes. to go morel mushroom hunting. Oh my God, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah, so sweet. And it took a few a few different times of just like me coming and talk to him. And then um, I remember one time I, I brought over a really cheap beer and I went, do you want one? He went, I've actually been sober for a while, but thank you for asking. I really like to hang out with my granddaughter, so I choose to not drink anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. And his granddaughter was like three. Oh. Yeah. That's so precious that... And he, he took, not only is he taking care of relationships in himself, right. he's also taking care of the place where I live. Yes, exactly. So to get to know him was so sweet. And then he got, because I, I never met the other guy who kind of helped out around the trailer park. Hmm. But I know that the other guy that kind of helped out knew of me. Because when hmm. we moved out, he went, hey, you're... You're the nice lady who has those plants that grow every time. You put them outside and they get real big and it's just leaves. There's no flowers. You know the ones I'm talking about? And I go, you mean the, you mean my elephant ears? Anyway, yeah, I like those a lot. I always like to see because, you know, I lived there for probably two or three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always see him. I always really liked him. And Bob says that you're nice. Uh, I know that you're leaving. Can I have one? Oh, oh, that takes such courage. And I said, you know what? I'm going to move all of my stuff out of here. I'm going to leave this one pot with this plant right here for you. So when we're done moving out, that's yours. I'm very excited about that. How do I take care of it? (laughs) It was the sweetest thing. Like I've never like this, the courage that this person must have had to communicate with me. I could just tell. And then the, the fact that he asked the question, like, how do I take care of it? I said, well, you can't leave it outside in the winter. So you Mm -hmm. have two options. Take it inside. 
or you cut it down and you just keep the bulb safe inside. Oh, thanks for keeping it whole. I don't, I'm very excited. <laughs> this is so <laughs> wholesome. Oh gosh. And then the neighbor, uh, the other side of neighbor, um, there were a few different ones that rolled through that specific trailer. But after a while, we landed on a young couple and it actually ended up being the cousin of somebody who I did the marriage for, not oh but gosh. the summer prior. Yeah. And I went, hi, my name is Melissa. You look really familiar. And she went, she slapped my thigh, which now having it done to me when I do it to people, it's rather alarming. I should probably be more kind in not just slapping people with love and friendship when they don't know me. Um, Because <laughs> have... she did it to me. And I went, hop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You married my cousin. And I went, no, I I didn't. I married this man. And she went, no, 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 no. You did the wedding of my cousin. And I went, oh, yup. You probably slapped her on her thigh at the reception or something. And that's why she felt welcome to do so. <laughs> I need a chickity check myself before I rickety rick myself. <laughs> Pearly. <laughs> uh, but in a roundabout way. I I know I've only talked about a few, but I have probably five different people in my Rolodex on my phone, my contacts, right? Last name, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know their last names. Don't know your last name. Sure, But shit. you were my neighbor. Hell yeah. And now that I'm older um, and I get the opportunity to own a house and be mm -hmm. in a neighborhood. Yeah. Not that living in a trailer was not a neighborhood, but there were it so is. many, it... there were so many and, and we did try and I tried yeah. hard and I tried big, um, I, but if I... there weren't changeover, the, um, some of the personalities that came up against just didn't want, yep. they wanted to be alone. That was what I ran into there as well. I th felt like, okay, I could try and like make friends like, oh, I see you here all the time. You're lit literally my next door neighbor. Yeah. And we're outside doing the same stuff at the same time of day. And I would try to initiate conversation and it was just so blatantly shut down. That's like, okay, that's not what you want. Honestly. That's okay. Yeah. I'll understandable. Um, so yeah, it is a neighborhood, but it's also you have found yourself in a neighborhood. It's that... an apartment complex without walls attached. Yeah. Yes. You're I so agree. Close. You're so they're close. Because so close. There's such little privacy and autonomy. I mean, you're still renting for the most part. If you do own, okay, so you can do stuff on the inside, but not the outside really. And yeah, it, it's just a, it's a land, different. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just a different type a different of neighborhood ecosystem. Yeah. Um. Hey, question for you though. Answer I've, for you. I have to. I, me, Melissa, have to pee so bad. Me too. Can we take a break? Yes. And then come back to this for just like maybe ten yeah, more let's minutes. Take a break, real quick, and then wrap this up. Great. These are things that I want to hit when we come back. I want to talk about how. In my younger years, I was shown how to be a good neighbor. I want to talk about my cool neighbors. And I want to talk about how much we love our listeners. Cool, 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 tight, tight. He's texting. No, I'm writing down what you said. Oh, 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 that's so much sweeter. So that I, we don't forget. I, ooh, that's a very, okay, yep. <laughs> All right, slamming this space bar key, you ready? Slam it. 
my brain was scattering mm-hmm. desperately oh, no. for a Titanic I... joke, and I, I just didn't come up with one. I just froze. Kind of like the iceberg that <laughs> murdered the Titanic. Didn't murder it. They ran the fuck into it. R.I.P. <laughs> okay, so here we are. We're back. Yes. Back again. Don't yell at me. Didn't plan on it <laughs> till now. So, things I learned from my youth about being a good neighbor. Yeah. I think really came from, most of it came from my dad, my papa. Um, even before my parents got divorced, like, we knew, we knew our neighbors. And I actually have a friend who moved very close to my childhood home, moved into it. And I went, Mr. Rogers, that was literally his name, Mr. Rogers. What? used to live there and he was a woodworker and he used to make these really awesome wood toys and sell them and he also crafted a lego table for myself and my twin brother yeah uh that's so cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was (laughs) yeah mr rogers did that um and then we also had um a friend two houses down and she and i used to go and eat i mean we would hang out she was the one friend that I had that had a Sega Genesis. But we also used to just like go out in our backyards and eat plants together. Oh, wait, what? Like those clovers with the tiny yellow flowers. Do you remember that? And you would chew on them because they were so tart. I never ate them. Oh. <laughs> I remember seeing them. It okay. never occurred to me to put them in my mouth. So you can. <laughs> <laughs> Well, besides that, like um, many years after my parents got divorced and my dad remarried my beautiful stepmother, we had this neighborhood and I kind of forgot that like neighborhood block parties were a thing. Oh, yeah. But he in that neighborhood, they and that neighborhood came together to set up one like with they asked the city for blockades to partition off the block. Oh, so a full on legit yes, block party. Block party. And I was young enough that I don't know who, but somebody within the neighborhood, which at that time um I did have relatives who worked for the fire department there. But somebody knew someone to bring a fire truck to drive in so that the, the little kids of the neighborhood could go and see it and, you know, trounce around and whatnot. And, uh, you know, tables were put out and food was brought in. And even outside of that, my dad always had neighbors over to play cards or just grill out or whatnot. I remember one of my first experiences of eating true Mexican food mm-hmm. was because our neighbors took us downtown, hometown. Mm-hmm. Pupusas. <gasps> And there was a telenovela playing up in the corner. I remember Ray and Blanca, they not only came to my high school graduation, but they came to my wedding. And oh. their children uh, were older by my wedding date, but two of them came along as well. And I only remember Wendy. And there was the younger boy, their their youngest. I don't remember his name, but gosh darn, he was just a, a tot when I was younger. And he would always ride his scooter up and down. And... Uh, whenever he'd be riding down the street, he'd go, hello, Mr. Neek, <laughs> you know, to my dad. 
Uh, and oh that my was, God, that's so sweet. Yes, extraordinarily sweet. So to be a good neighbor, which means so much, because I do know that also, even before I was born, I know how important neighbors were. Because mm-hmm. I remember my dad telling me about when we lived in a small, small, small town right after we were born. And actually, uh, a close neighbor was also his co-coach of eight-man football. Oh, okay. And even though we were extraordinarily different in age group, kids-wise, we would always go over there. And that was one of dad's best friends, Mm -hmm. was his old neighbor, his old co-coach. He passed away due to COVID. And I had never seen my dad, even when his own mother and father passed away. He didn't really post anything on social media. But when his very good friend passed away due to COVID, my father put up a beautifully written post. And what's so strange to see is when our parents hurt in a way that we connect with. It's not a family member. My dad lost a best friend who was also a neighbor at a point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But beyond that, And thank you for letting me have the time to tell that. I am now able to have neighbors. And we've talked about my old neighbor, Tina Bean. Who (laughs) we love. we love and adore. Who we love. And now there are new neighbors there. And our whole neighborhood, truly, you just have to go talk to them. Mm -hmm. Because if they wouldn't make the adventure, I kind of did. But then there was like a year and a half or two between where we wouldn't necessarily see each other's faces (laughs) or yell something at each other like hello how are you which is fair like it is yeah we're all doing our own you're all neighbors but you also have your own lives going on it's okay to wholeheartedly yes yeah it's okay to just like this is my home this is my safe place Mm -hmm. i see you and also i'm going inside now Yes. That's okay. I'm totally fine. Especially um, over the last two years. So new neighbors are so tremendous. They're such go-getters. Oh my God. And That's an understatement. And they, have a, and they have a pup who used to be a farm dog, so is used to having the lay of the land, the run of the land, mm-hmm. so tries their best to do that. <laughs> and I literally, just today, I saw <laughs> this pup about ready to to raise a leg to pee on my flowers and i went hop troop loop no thank you and he went yeah okay and then he trotted his ass back home <laughs> he, he knew <laughs> he knew uh he's a smart boy and a sweet boy indeed and these neighbors are so sweet they invite us over for a bonfire they invite us over to see their new flooring that they just did they came over for my birthday party remember that yes yeah. last summer that and they were so brand brand fun. new right that was like maybe three weeks after they had moved in yes yes they are delightful and so when my mom was here uh i invited lady neighbor over just because you know having an escape room experience is easier if you have a few more people i just said well this is what we're planning on doing if you're able to join i think you would really like it and she she said okay <laughs> and she showed up she did she sure shit showed up and uh she giggled the entire time and she was so sweet and she i know because my mom told me about it but my neighbor lady told my mom i love being neighbors with your daughter and my mom made a point to tell me that she told her that and it was very sweet so i think i mean even if nothing else even if you cannot come together on certain issues or whatever the big broad thing to remember is that you are neighbors 
and you will live next to each other. And to be kind, yes, but to also be honest Mm -hmm. with each other. Because there are, thank goodness, they trust me enough to know a lot about their house. Mm -hmm. So when their dog gets too barky at 3.30 in the morning and they are out of town, I know how to to help. help. How to help. And these are things that if you just ask... Or if you just get to know someone, if it's truly just genuine kindness and care, you might very well be surprised. You might very well find a friend. So much so. We're literally stuck here together. So let's be kind. I feel like that's how we got to know the previous neighbor. Tina Bean? Was just kindness and curiosity and open-mindedness. And that wonderful human being just came right into our lives yes no holds barred yeah and i feel like we're able to have that same experience i say we because even though i don't live here i'm here often enough that (laughs) i get to know the neighbors as well oh they know your car oh yeah oh yeah yes by the way two more houses down is sue and sue knows everybody's business (laughs) yes and she got mad at me last year because i didn't put any elephant ears out in the yard that she could see when she would go on her walk Uh, you know what i would be mad about that too those elephant ears that you raise are beautiful (laughs) she loves to watch them grow you do a great job with them let the world see them well if nothing else let sue see them is what i'm learning and i even gifted her a tiny bulb i have another one if she wants it because i don't think it's i don't is it still dried or have you planted it? no it's still alive okay don't want it we'll talk about it after okay well i think this is the end of this episode yeah i think so i mean i could go on and on and on and on i could go on about your neighbors too i could also tell you horror stories about my neighbors but i don't want to do that oh motherfucking ditto about neighbors of the past no this is a podcast that is helping to bolster friendship In so many different modes. And sometimes those modes are more intense than others. And today is a day of just reveling in the fact that you have really, really amazing neighbors. And the fact that you, you, you are a really amazing neighbor. I try to be. Even if they don't know that it's me that carries the packages up, I don't care. Because I know that I'm helping that person who is unwell. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't care. They don't have to be my friends no. for me to want to help them out as I can. To lessen the struggle of any other being yeah. is a beautiful thing to do. Is a strength that a lot of other people don't have. You carry that within you. To shovel my car out of the snow and not theirs is the way our parking lot is set up is so blatantly shitty. Shitty. Like, I clearly drew a line in the sand and dug my own shit out. They're just people doing the best that they can. And if I can help alleviate whatever stressors they have by bringing a package up the staircase and pushing some snow around, be kind to each other is, I guess, where I would want to leave this episode. Take care of each other. In the way that you can. Mm, Agreed. And if you want to take care of your unanswered questions or thoughts that are rolling around in your brain, do you know what you can do? Email us. Email us about those things. Not only would we love to read them, we would love to respond. And we would also, if you are okay with it, 
incorporate them into an episode. Maybe it's about friendship. Maybe it's about a neighbor. Maybe it's about something that doesn't have to do with either of those two things. Totally cool and fine. You can always email us at bestfriendhood at gmail.com. Whether it's, you know, this one time I farted in the middle of class and one friend knew that I actually pooped my pants and two other friends didn't know that I pooped my pants, but they still made it okay that I farted and that was neat. Or one time I was on the phone with a friend and she said something so funny that I laughed so hard I farted and woke my cat up. Uh Uh-huh. Or... That's another thing that maybe you could tell us about that definitely didn't happen to me last night. It totally happened to him last night. Also, though, truth be told, <laughs> you made me laugh so hard today that I peed a little in I my know. own pants. <laughs> and you know what? I've come around to like not trying to hide it. I just, as soon as I laughed so hard, I just went, Jacob, I peed a little. I went, and I okay. think that, that might be the, like, that might be the new bar of like humor level. If you can make me pee a little, <laughs> you know you're really, really fucking funny. And I think that's fair because I so do I do not engage in flatulence. It's a crime. It's a sin. What the fuck? It's how I was raised. What the fuck? So if you can make me laugh so hard that I fart, oh, you are releasing all of his demons out of his butthole. <laughs> that's neat. Otherwise, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. On Twitter at bfh pod cool 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 if you don't want to regale us with your fart jokes oh that's too bad it is stop listening now no the world has room for more humor than farts there's always more room for air god damn it farts are air okay go ahead if you would care to support us in a way that is not through the digital medias what we're asking for is money and stuff Patreon. Money, Money, please. please. We can be found at Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash best friend hood. Yeah. And we use the same beautiful imagery across the board. So whenever you see our two beautiful profiles against a green background, which is created by Jennifer Bate. Um, So that's us. Can we have her as a guest? Yes. That would be so much fun. Oh. Oh, but what would be the topic? Because I if don't we... care. I just want to talk to her. How about how she nonchalantly sneak attacked us before we even knew who Jennifer <gasps> Bate was? Stop it right there. That's it. Oh, this is a teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, we knew Jennifer Bate before even Jennifer Bate knew that we knew, we knew Jennifer, Jennifer Bate. Bate. Before we even knew that we knew that Jennifer Bate knew that we knew Jennifer Bate. Also, you can always listen to us wherever you're listening to us and other places. So please tell other people that they can listen to us in other places. And if you get the time. Which I believe you do. You can put your mop down for three seconds. Or your toothbrush. Oh, I was going to go somewhere else real quick and I said, stop, Melissa. Nonetheless, if you have the moment to use your phalanges or your talk to text to leave us a rate Phalanges are fingers. Correct. I had to say it. Phalanges are fingers. People can also use their nose or their earlobes. I've done that before. Anyway, what can they do with their phalanges? Rate, review, or subscribe. Any of those three. All three in unison. Boom shakalaka. All the ladies say what? Not only does it help us out as a podcast, but it also helps connect other people to our podcast that you've enjoyed. So please rate, review, and subscribe. And always please know that you are loved. And you are worth being loved. Love you. Love you.
Bye. Bye.